What's up, all you motorcycle enthusiasts? D Woods, and welcome back to another mile post of the V Twin Life, where we talk motorcycles powered by those V Twins. What feels our passion? Why do we enjoy them so much? V Twin Life is brought to you by that Northwest brand, Crash Inc. Clothing. You guys can find them on the World Wide Web at crashinclothing.com and on Instagram at crash underscore inc. And if you're on that website getting yourself some crash gear, don't forget the V Twin Life does give you that promo code crash1 little way of saying thank you for supporting us and you know this time of the year it's always nice to support those small businesses so uh head over to crash and get you guys self here get that merchandise hey don't forget we also got another great company wild ass seats you want comfort for your ass when you're on those rides short long well wild ass is going to give you that extra comfort without breaking the bank or what a new seat will cost you i'm telling you asses i know i did a little youtube video it does make a hell of a difference. And, you know, I've, I put plenty of miles on. So you want to get comfortable and take your ass on a wild ride, check out a wild ass seat. You can find them at wild ass.com on Instagram at the real wild ass. And hey, anybody want a new windshield? Long ride windshields has been a great support. They did come on and give us a promo code. And you guys want to order yourself, you know, a new windshield, maybe some merchandise they got, the V Twin Life. At checkout is going to save you 15% off site-wide anything Long Ride Shield sells. So head on over to longrideshields.com. Maybe they got something you like. So now let's twist the throttle. Let's get into milepost 43. Tonight we got Harley Fatboy Jr., another great guy from the great Pacific Northwest. He's down there in that northwest side of Oregon. You know, mobbing that 2020 30th anniversary Harley Davidson Fat Boy. You can also check him out on YouTube, rocking the Fat Boy Diaries. So, hey, let's dive into Mile Post 43. What is going on, buddy? Holy cow, man. That was one heck of an intro, bro. Wow. I've been working on things, you know, try Man, to try to keep was... it crisp, clean, add new things, keep yeah, it going. Don't get any crispier or cleaner than that, big guy. I appreciate you having me on, man. Seriously. Oh, hell yeah. Do this, you know, since a you know, little conversation we hooked up a while back, you know, thanks to the great, you know, we got to give a shout out to Bry the Biker, you know, kind of getting things going. And then, you know, the great hype, getting all your, you know, your followers up there. And, oh, dude, it's been awesome. Yeah, man. Brian's, uh, Brian's on another level, man. That guy is just, uh, you know, we just have so many things in common. Um, you know, especially he's just a heartfelt guy, man. Just always trying to do things for others. And I'm all about that, man. We're both all about just lifting people up and helping each other out. And that guy's helped me tremendously in the last couple weeks. Um, matter of fact, like ever since we connected over the phone and, um, you know, I'm old school, man. And uh, sometimes I reach out to people and they're kind of hesitant, you know, to, you know, chop it up on the phone or give their number out or whatever. You know, and I, I understand. It's cool. You know what I mean? But Brian was just like, yeah, man, give me a call. Like, you know, anything you need, like right off the bat, you know, and it's uh same thing with all these other guys, all these other cats, man. Um, Big Smitty, Riding Dad, you know, all, there's so many people in the motor vlog community. But um, right now, man, shout out to Brian. Shout out to Big Smitty. Shout out to Hollywood. Shout out to you appreciate it man and um yeah just appreciate this opportunity man and uh real quick just want to give a shout out to all the veterans i'm going to go ahead and uh pop this can open if that's okay with you amen buddy oh 
for all the veterans, man. Thank you so much. Uh, my dad, who's no longer with us, appreciate your service. My father-in-law, thank you for your service. Uh, my brother, all you veterans out there, my brother-in-law, uh, there's so many people in the family, so many people, friends and stuff that I've worked with in the past and work with right now that served or even still serve. So thank you all. Appreciate it. Amen. You know, it, uh, I hope you're toasting something better than the Bud Light, though. I know you're a big Bud Light fan. Bro, <laughs> it's funny how I always give you crap and then you turn around and use my stuff when it's, you know, when I have no defense. Everyone knows I don't drink Bud Light. Well, that is a lie. I did go to a party for my nephew, I think a couple weekends ago. He's uh, heading off uh, to the Air Force and, um, yeah, they got a keg of Bud Light. And, yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I had three cups of those bad boys. And I can't remember the last time I had Bud Light. I think it was like 11th grade. can't remember. Well, you know, unfortunately, you just opened the door. So, you know, <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, right you know, if, if you're listening, Fat Boy is looking for a sponsor. Yeah. He's a big fan. <laughs> right now, I'm having, having some of that. Uh, what is it? Rogue, the Bat Squatch, Hazy India Pale Ale. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, the Hot Valley Citrus Mistress. And then I do got a. I got a Captain and Coke and ginger ale on ice in the old, uh, in the old Yeti. Ooh, nice, nice. Ooh, Yeti. You have the actual Yeti cooler. I got some Yeti cups. I got a Grizzly cooler. Actually, oh, you, got, you got the cup. Yeti's so expensive. I think the, isn't the cup like nine hundred bucks, something like that. <laughs> uh, it, it was a gift. All three of them that I have. <laughs> You're so lucky. My wife always gives me crap. My cousin on Maui's a fellow firefighter, so he can afford those things. But he has a amazing Yeti cooler, and I love that thing. And because you know, I'll go back home for like a week, and we fill it up one time. And the ice, it's still cold. The ice is still going strong after a week. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, well, uh, picture this. I'll, I will send you a picture. Actually, if it's on my on the D Woods Instagram page. Okay. Last last year, I got a gift sent to me from Pyramid Brewing. They made a very limited number, like I think it was five or less, custom yeah. Grizzly Pyramid Brewing coolers. And, um, yeah, I, I have one of those. Plus, they stuffed it full of hats and koozies and beanies and bottle openers and dude I, I got the complete pyramid hookup and it was awesome wow that's amazing man yeah again like and you know my wife laughs at me because you know i'll be like oh man that yeti for a long like for like six months continuously i was, just kept saying stuff about it and then uh my wife's like man that thing doesn't even have any wheels you know and that was like years ago and now i think they're making them with wheels so i don't know i i don't know i haven't looked yeah i it's just one of those things you know like it's a great Great brand, you know, great quality, great cooler. I know from experience. Again, as I was saying, my cousin's got one on Maui, and uh, but yeah, it's it's a little pricey. I'd rather buy some bike parts right right now. As I say, it's, it's kind of hard to fit the Yeti on the back of your motorcycle. Though. I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe you could mount. You know, a lot of guys like those Pelican. Bruh, come on, it's Pelican for the backyard barbecues, man. The backyard barbecues. Oh right. Well, or if you go camping, you know, you just fill up the cooler one time with ice, and you got ice for the whole week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for 900 bucks. Yeah, for <laughs> for the price of $900. <laughs> yeah, check out we'll just need uh your left arm and your right leg. Oh man. That's crazy. How you doing, man? First of all, man, appreciate you. Seriously, uh again, I know we gave bright props, but I appreciate you taking the time to to have me on, man. I know you're a busy guy. Um just with working itself, man. Love what it is that you're doing and and I love that you're doing this, man. You're great at it. You know, I, I still need to watch the one with Barricade. I love that dude. Um, you know, super excited for what I don't even know if we can talk about it because it's 
kind of in the works, but super excited for what, what you guys got planned. Dude, that's going to be kind of cool. I mean, you know, might have to, you know, maybe by the end of this, you know, get this beer down and, you know, maybe have a drink and shit, cat might come out of the bag. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, actually, and also thank you for taking time. I know, you know, with work and you got, you know, all your family stuff, you know, and also thank you for taking time out of your night and evening to come hang out with me and, and talk motorcycles. Yeah, man. I mean, you're, you're, you're helping me out, man. So again, I appreciate it. And yeah, man, just so stoked to be here and, uh, you know, really loving these live streams. And, you know, this is obviously the first, um, podcast, even though Brian does, you know, he, you know, has his posted to the podcast as well. Um, it's pretty cool, man. I'm, you know, I don't really listen to too many other, you know, people that are doing it, but started listening to you. And obviously I've listened to a few that Bri put out both on YouTube. And I think I did a couple of them. I, I listened to on the, on the, on Spotify. So good stuff, man. Keep it up. Thanks buddy. And actually I like Spotify. I think is probably, I mean, I've been fortunate. This thing has gone to so many streaming networks, but I yeah. think the most coolest thing with Spotify is, they allow me to change the cover art for every episode. So it makes every episode, the picture you get on Spotify is, you know, a, a picture, you know, that person said, Hey, you know, I always ask him, Hey, send me a couple of pictures. We'll make it the, the cover art. So every one of those is, you know, pictures that people sent in and said, Hey, this is a cool one. So it makes it personal to that person. And I love that part of, you know, what Spotify lets you do. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That's really cool. Um, and again, like I just started, you know, listening to podcasts. My buddy's doing one. He's out in Dallas, te Dallas, Texas, and he does one with his his friend. And um, they're doing really well, man. Um, he's like the crisis manager or management team, I guess. He's heads. He runs that. I can't remember, but for the Dallas Mavericks. Oh dang! Yeah, man. So he they he's doing something. He's working on a couple more projects too, as far as a uh, podcast. And um, so yeah, I, the, that's he's the first person I think I ever listened to during a podcast and they had Jason Witten on from the Dallas Cowboys. And that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, and then shout out to my nieces, man, here in Oregon. Um, three of them, three sisters are doing it. It's called downright dirty. Sorry. I had to plug my family real quick. Um, and they're killing it, man. They're just three, you know, young, beautiful, talented, um, ladies doing their thing and just talking about anything and everything and they're new to it, but I know they're going to turn into something great. So I'm super stoked for them. So yeah. Shout out to downright dirty, the downright dirty crew. That's awesome. Yeah. I think for me, you know, the biggest thing I got hooked on, you know, listen like everybody else is Joe Rogan. And then, you know, through some of the guests he's had, I have, you know, gone on like, I really enjoy Andy stump. He has one called cleared hot. He's a retired Navy seal. Oh, wow. And then plus, you know, you got Rogan. I right. listen to a bunch of the uh, law biting biker. There's some of them that, you know, I listen to, of course, some that just don't pique my interest, but I think that's with any podcast. I mean, there's certain ones, Rogan's like, yeah, that's not me. I don't care about that. But right. there's always something, you know, I have a few that I've all liked to listen to and, you know, hit a few, download them. Then, you know, luckily for me, it's like I spend hours in a truck every day. So it gives me time. I can list episodes, music, do whatever I want. So right, get inspiration from, you know, a lot of these other places. That, yeah. You know, honestly. Yeah. That's so awesome, man. That's really awesome. And, and it's got to be so how so what made you i mean because obviously there's a lot of people that are doing obviously i'm from the motoblog community so we're everyone's on their bikes and you know doing videos and on youtube and whatnot have you do you have a youtube channel or is it just a podcast just the way you want it to go um have you ever uh, thought about doing live streams on youtube or 
I have, I posted a couple, I have a few motorcycle videos up that I've just, yeah, a couple I've, I was doing, you know, trying to do at least every other week kind of podcast updates, but I get sidetracked and forget about it. And I'm slowly trying to get there. I mean, I don't have what I think right now, like 72 subscribers on YouTube, but I do want to do some more stuff and get going there. I mean, but for right now, it's like, you know, the podcast is basically audio. It's on all your streaming networks from Apple to Google, Spotify, radio, and the list goes on. Yeah. But I I do have some, you know, uh, inspiration and I do want to get it there eventually and do some more stuff. Just also get more, get it out there more. Cause for me, I mean, I, I enjoy this. It's a, it's a blast, you know? And yeah, I know it probably sounds like a broken record with every, with every episode, but the biggest reward is the friendship that I find myself that I get out of every episode. I mean, I, yeah, I do. Honestly, I have a friendship with everyone and yeah. What there's no better reward for this stuff than that. Yeah, totally, man. I, and I know what you're saying, man, because when like Brian and I were already messaging each other and, you know, we we're always in the side chats for everyone's, you know, live streams or whatever they had going on or just their drops, you know, their premieres on YouTube. And when I would talk, when I was talking to him on the phone, it was like, man, this guy is just like so easy to talk to. It was like, I just felt like we're a family. And then that's exactly how it felt when we did, when he had me on Beyond the Rider. Um, that's, I was so comfortable. I mean, I was nervous in the beginning because it was my first time ever doing it. And I just, I think I was more nervous about whether the audio was going to be good or not, <laughs> I have no idea, but it was a little nerve wracking in the beginning. But after that was done, like, Brian's like my brother, man. I, he's just one of those dudes that I met. I've never met him in person, but we've communicated, you know, enough times. Like, you just know when people are just downright, genuinely great people. And I love that guy. So, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. If anything, if he ever needed anything, anything at all, like, I'd, I'd be there for him, man. It's just, it's just, it's just a trip, man. It's just funny how you like all these people that I'm meeting in the community. Like I haven't met any of them in person yet. It feels like we've been friends, family forever, you know, kind of deal. And it's just, it just trips crazy. Oh, it's fun. I remember like, cause I had Brian on in the podcast early in the beginning. And then when he started the beyond the writer series, actually I got him, you know, was telling him about anchors. So he started it and then he, you know, being as he has his kind of, I guess in a way, I, I believe, you know, video background for his job. And so he, he brought it to YouTube and he goes, Hey, why don't you come on mine? And I'm like, all right, you know, cool. It'll be fun. It's kind of fun being on the other side of it. Yeah. Right. We were doing, you know, I'm, I had a few beers on the table and I figured he would edit the part out. We're talking like, Hey, hold on, dude, I'm out of beer. I got to run to the beer fridge, which is just across my garage. So I yeah. go over there, you know, come back, get a beer. And he left it in there. He never edited it out. I'm like, are you freaking kidding? That's awesome, man. But that's what it's all about, man. Oh, it's like, like just, yeah, I think that's so cool. Like, it's just, and that's the thing about Bri too, man. He's just, uh, you know, it's just genuine and it's real and raw. And like, that's what, to me, man, that's what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why a lot of my videos, I try not to edit out too much and I don't mind looking like an ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, And if I do, I do. It's not a big deal. Cause I think the people that, you know, I think the people that are watching, you know, it's, I think they feel the same way too, you know? And then, you know, obviously you have those people that, you know, they're looking for a how-to, if they're looking for a how-to type of video, I mean, they, they probably, they probably want the the content creator to, you know, to, you know, the person doing the video to kind of get to the point, but that's why I don't really do too many install review type stuff. Like I have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to do, you know, add to the bike, like small things. Um, 
and stuff like that. And those will be quick videos because, I mean, there's so many of them out there, you know, like installing LED lights. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that kind of stuff, you know, you just get to the point um, and then just have fun doing it. But, yeah, man, the thing back to you doing the YouTube thing, like if you were to stream and have, you know, some great people on, you'd, it, you'd grow your following so easily, man. Um, oh, and, and that's like the other night when, uh, well, when you messed me, you and Bri were trying out, you know, the, a new streaming streaming service and well i got on it the next day and started playing with it, looking at it too it's like hey this is right fun yeah so i mean it's kind of yeah and then and brian was kind of trying to convince me to have some you know kind of keep up with you know watch hours and whatnot he was trying to get me like hey man you should you know have a, a live stream on your channel too and so just for you know shits and giggles i just went ahead and i added the stream yard you know app or whatever to the computer and you know, set up an account and whatnot. And, and if I ever decide to, then yeah, I'll go ahead and do it. But right now I'm just kind of, just kind of just seeing how stuff goes and we'll, we'll see what comes up, man. I have no really solid plans, like as far as, you know, starting a podcast or, you know, any of that stuff. So let you professionals, man, leave it to you guys. <laughs> professionals. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you know, kind of, since we've been talking motorcycles, what got you into wanting to, you know, get on two wheels, get on a motorcycle? Man, quite honestly, man, the, the truth is it's kind of funny. Um, my wife was pregnant at the time. We only had one vehicle. And, you know, her being pregnant and then, you know, we had full custody of my, my oldest daughter, who's 19 now. Um, you know, she had to get dropped off to school and whatnot. And, and, I, and I had to go to work. So I couldn't leave my, you know, she needed a car to... to you know, do this, the kid stuff. And, um, so we just, you know, decided like, Oh, let me just, maybe I'll just get a cheapo motorcycle. And you know, I always kind of wanted to ride. And, you know, my dad was always against it when I was coming up, you know, uh, he was always like, ah, you know, he had, uh, he got into a bad accident. He has a couple friends who that got into bad accidents. So he didn't really, you know, he wasn't like, Oh yeah, you should go learn how to ride a motorcycle. He never was for it. Um, but he also wasn't like, don't ever ride a motorcycle kind of deal. So, Anyway, long story short, I went and got my M1 and um, had a buddy that uh, we grew up together, but he lived, he lived in Louisiana, but his mom lived in Walnut Creek and um, in the Bay. And uh, so he'd come visit and he had a motorcycle at her place. So every time he came to Cali, he always had a bike, you know, there for him to scoot around or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, he started teaching me on his uh, Suzuki Bandit uh, 1200 and I learned on that bike and rode a couple other bikes and then we just started you know going to different spots and testing out all kinds of different bikes and i just couldn't pass up my first bike is the the honda shadow 750 the arrow and i just couldn't pass it up the, the guy was one owner the guy was in the navy it only had like i don't know something silly like 3500 miles or something on it for five thousand dollars this 07 and this was back in 2011 so right off the bat that was a steal um yeah so i ended up picking that up and and it was just more to commute, you know, get to and from work. Um, and I did a couple rides with my buddy. We'd go ride, do random stuff, you know, in, in the East Bay. But nothing too crazy, nothing too long, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was fun. I fell in love with it. You know, obviously, it's really great therapy, man, if you ask me. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people say the same thing. And then, yeah, so I had that bike forever. And then when I moved here, you know, last year, I've always wanted a Harley. I just didn't think I'd be able to get one you know, at this age. And, um, you know, I thought I'd be like in my mid fifties or early sixties before I got a Harley, but we were able to swing it, man. And that's why I'm on that 2020 fat boy. Um, 
but that's really why I started riding. It was more, you know, instead of buying a brand new vehicle or used car or whatever it was, I just, I just ended up getting a motorcycle, kind of killed two birds in one stone. I've always wanted to ride and, you know, had a way to commute and stuff like that. Yeah. So on, even on rainy days, man, I was out there getting it, even though it was like, you know, 15, 20 minute ride, but you know, to work and obviously back, but <clears throat> you know, that's how it all started. And the Honda shadows are such a kind of made. I mean, the shaft drive did that. Those things, nothing wrong with them at all. They had, God, you still see many of them. I know my dad had two of them. Yeah. You know? it, and it's in great shape, man. It was no dings, dents, or anything when I got it. And there's maybe two right now, but minor ones. You got to actually really look at the bike to see them. But you still yeah, have man, it? I absolutely love that bike. I'll never get rid of that thing. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So that's how, you know, in, back in, what was it? So 2011. I don't even know how old I was, but um, I was up there. It wasn't like I've been riding since I was a kid type of deal. You know, I've been riding bicycles since I was a kid, since I can remember, but not, you know, not a motorcycle. So it was kind of cool, man. It was a great experience. You know how it's just funny how everything worked out and to where I'm at now, because, you know, I, my passion for riding and, and just for bikes in general now is just at an all time high. You know, um, I think I've said it before, but I was telling Bri, I, I never... I always had a mechanic that worked on my bike. Um, I never did any of the work. And now I'm not a mechanic, even to this day, you know, I'm not a mechanic either. I, I can't, you know, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do on bikes, but I, I'm so willing to learn. And, and no matter what it is from, you know, adding crash bars on or changing out LED lights, I'm trying cause you know, you go to Harley Davidson, I think they wanted like a ton of money. Like it was something ridiculous to put the bars on it. Oh yeah. Um, my cousin who lives down the road, her husband, Ben, who God bless that man, dude. He can do anything and everything, but yeah, man, he helped me put on the bars. He, you know, showed me how to do the pipes. We did that together, and and uh, you know, the bars took a little bit of time, but you know, it didn't cost 2200 bucks or two thousand dollars or whatever it is Harley wanted. So, biggest thing I advise to know, buddy of mine, he totally foobarred himself. When putting on exhaust exhaust pipes, always make sure that you wipe off all your fingerprints before yep. you start for the first time. Yeah, exactly. But they they will be there forever. Right, and my buddy was all about that too. Um, it was just a degreaser, I think we used, yeah, to just you know, kind of wipe it down. Um, but yeah, I totally remember that man, and it was so cool too because it like the the pipes were brand new, so they were already shining. But I remember just wiping it down and. I was just like in heaven, man. And and I just knew that, man, this is going to change everything, you know, going from stock two to two to, you know, these, you know, these two to one pipes, man. Um, just, yeah, those two brother racings, two to one, the, the shorty turnouts, man, are just super cool pipes. And they're not too irritatingly loud, you know what I mean? But they'll let people know that you're in the area kind of deal. And um, I just love how the two to one just shows off the rear end of the bike, you know, more of the backside you know, the bike and, and that's just huge to me, you know? So. Well, that's yeah. all, you know, you, you make it your own, like everybody does, you know, you, yeah. you got a bike, basically, you know, it's like an artist. Okay. Now you got a blank canvas. Now, now it's time to put right. your to work and make it yours. Yeah, totally, man. And I was kind of hesitant too, cause it was just like, you know, it's an anniversary bike. It's the 30th anniversary fat boy it's blacked out edition they only made 2500 of them this that the other so i was really hesitant about like doing a whole lot to the bike but man it's like 
first of all, the, the apes, man, those 14 inch apes um, changed the whole feel of the bike. Like I felt like when I was, you know, I'm a pretty fat guy. So when I had the stock handlebars on there and I was at a light or at a stop, every time I had to get ready to go, I had to lean the bike to the right to lift my foot up to put onto the floorboard. And it was almost like, you know, after doing that 15, 20 times, I'm fucking tired already, you know? So when we put the bars on, that went away. And so did the the lower back pain too. Like I just felt, it just feels so much better. Um, Change your posture. Yeah, changes everything, man. And I, I'm so shocked because I feel like it's so much easier for me to maneuver the bike as well with those 14-inch apes than it is than it was with the stock with the stock bars, which is which is when you say it out loud to me, when I was saying it out, it just sounds ridiculous. Like it's that's not possible. But I love it, man. I'm riding that bike like a beast, man. I feel like it, you know, I have more control of that bike with the with the bars on, with the apes on than I did with the stock. So you know, and then everything I changed out, I have every little bolt, screw, whatever. I, I everything I removed and and replaced, I I kept everything. You know, later down the line, if I wanted to go back to stock, you know, when I'm seventy, old and decrepit, probably can't. Uh, you know, probably can't be rocking the fourteen inch apes on there. But um, yeah, man, I absolutely love the bike. So that was pretty much it. The the bars, um, the pipes, the seat. Put on some Kiriakin grips on there. Absolutely love those grips. And then I also put those on the Shadow, too. Um, uh, added the crash bar. And then just LED lights. Pretty much it. I've talked about possibly getting, you know, cams later on down the road. You know? Um, get that 114 up to 128, maybe. I don't know. Like, who knows? I just, right now, it's a, it's a lot. Compared to the Shadows, it's, it's a beast of a bike, so... Oh, yeah. So when do you think the bug really set in after you got a bike? You're like, oh, hell yes. Well, the bug, I mean, so it depends what you're talking about. Like for, man, how do I? So when I used to work, when I got the bike, I was working for Comcast Cable. as a technician there and um, absolutely love what I was doing, you know, for my career and whatnot. Uh, but it, it definitely did involve a lot of hard work and a lot of stress dealing with, you know, pissed off customers and just people that just, you know, they live to be rude, you know, kind of deal. And then you're dealing with your peers who are lazy and you're dealing with your supervisors that aren't supporting you the way you, you, you would be supporting, you know, them kind of deal, I guess. And all this stuff would go on day after day after day. And really it was just, what made me feel great was just the end result, like having customers say, thank you, you did a great job, or um, wow, you're like the fifth guy out here, and finally it, it, it got done, and you know, or all that stuff was cool. But when I got my motorcycle, I really didn't care what anyone said to, was telling me during the day at work, because once I got on that bike, even though it was 15 minutes, 20-minute ride, all that went away, man. And that was one thing I couldn't stand when I was, you know, coming up was bringing the work stuff home, you know, and coming home with the a shitty attitude and, and, um, you know, you know, kind of not really taking out on the family, but you're just kind of not, you know what I mean? You're not really the happy yep. person kind of deal. And, but when I got that bike, man, every single day, it didn't matter what I went through at work or what I went through any part of my day, when I rode, it would, it instantly was gone. Like, just like that. And it's still the same. That's why it's funny. You know, everyone always, you know, you know, wind road therapy, the whole therapy thing about riding. Like, it's so true, man. Like it, 
you know, like it really mentally just lifted a huge weight off my shoulders. And, and it was crazy because it wasn't like I was going on this long ride. It was just a 15 minute ride. That's all it was. And it was just so much fun. And just, just the feeling of that, man. And, and having something to turn to, to kind of make all your worries go away was, uh, was just a blessing. But now when you talk about the bug bug, it was when I moved here to Oregon last year and we st- I started, you know, going around with my buddy and checking out our local Harley dealership and looking at bikes and test riding bikes and, you know, even the whole process of getting the, of buying the bike that I got right now. I mean, it, I got so hooked, man, and I'm still hooked. And, and every day that I'm not able to ride it, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of frustrating. Cause right now, you know how it is, man, you're in the Pacific Northwest as well. Like, well, I love the rain and I love the cold. You know, that stuff doesn't bother me. Um, you know, I'm from the island, so I dealt with a lot of, you know, rain and not so much cold, but, you know, tropical storms and stuff like that. You know, like, it's just kind of, it's just a bummer when I can't ride. Like, like yesterday or the day before, I forget. Like, it was clear for, like, all day. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to go for a ride. And then I waited two hours. So when I started to get ready, it started raining. I was like, dang. You know, I was like so irritated and it put me in that mood like, man, like this was the opportunity because it's not going to come around for probably another few days, you know. So, yeah, um, just trying to find a balance and whatnot of now that the, the you know, the, the cold weather and rain is here. And it's not really so much. I, I'll ride all day in the cold and I'll ride in the rain, you know, but, you know, if the roads are good, you know, I'm down for it. Um, but obviously, you know, for up to me, I'd, I'd love to go riding just shorts and T-shirt and slippers and maybe a helmet kind of deal but obviously that's not true i'm really big on safety but you know what i mean i don't really like to have a lot of stuff on me because i'm already fat and congested already you know like, <laughs> yeah i, I need my space thing, I, man i won't ride in shorts i mean uh i've you know plenty of times i'll ride in my t-shirt on but i always wear pants and you know just my personal thing is i always have you know a pair of my boots on i just i don't know that's just me i've you know for me riding motorcycles when i was little you'd younger you never rode in shoes. You always, you know, I always put on my boots. I'm going to go ride. I get my motorcycle boots on and right. go ride. And I think that's just carried on all the way up through my adult life. I'm going to go ride. Cool. Throw pants yeah. on, get my boots on and suit up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was exaggerating on the shorts, the board shorts and that people would always ask me like, oh man, you're not, you're not cold. I'm like, man, you know, I always say like, yeah, they're up to me. Like my comfort is just, you know, t-shirt, tank top, t-shirt, whatever, board shorts, slippers and and that's it. But um, yeah, I always try and ride with, you know, with the uh, jeans on or, you know, long sleeve something and my jacket. I picked up a jacket uh, a few months back and absolutely love that thing. Um, can't wait to wear it again. But typically it's just like a vest and, you know, jeans and, you know, boots and whatnot, you know, comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm talking about rain. It's like we up here, we got the toy run. It's on Saturday and it looks like it's going to be another wet ride because same thing last year. I left the house. It was weather was good at my house and it's only maybe 20 miles out to the, to the casino. And I got like 10 miles from the house. It started raining about another seven miles after that. All of a sudden it started hailing. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, this is awesome. Oh yeah. No way. But you know, Oh, well you suffer through it. Yeah. You know, that's where you're doing the, you're doing the, uh, the toy drive. Is, is that every year annual thing or yeah it, yeah there's a group of guys that up here that put it on every year oh nice okay okay nice i mean last year like even the for the people? is it like, like a is it a 
like a Harley dealership or what is it just what is it who does who puts it on like local firefighters like who is it like bike bike club it's just a, a local group of motorcycle enthusiasts oh nice yeah a couple guys and god they've been doing it jesus at least 20 25 years i would say oh nice right on and actually i was surprised last year actually the video that one's on youtube that i did actually that was my first actual motorcycle video and for the crappy weather and the pouring rain the turnout actually a lot of people still went and said we're still doing it which i thought was awesome and you know i was one of those glutton guys still did it but you know what we stuff which is cool i mean they they do motorcycles and there's a bunch of guys take out their hot rods so yeah up where we signed up the big covered area you know entrance at the casino they had some hot rods you know guys had all the trunks open and we filled a couple cars full of toys for the kids and then plus, you know, money. And it was, it right. was really cool. Man, that is cool, man. And that's, that's something I try to do every year. I try to go ride it. and Yeah. And that's what I love, man. It's, it's There's so many, like the biker community in general, man. I don't care what, you know, club or group or whatever. I mean, just the fact that, you know, this group of people come together to do something great for kids and, you know, for veterans and for just the less fortunate, like, is a really really pretty amazing thing man um and yeah man i want to support all of that and man i honestly i just i might want to do something like that too locally for like you know sure we're tualatin you know be retained like the kind of area like this area you know where we're at um that'd be kind of cool one too, man. there is one coming up right down there because somebody posted and uh god one of the motorcycle facebook groups i think it was the salem one down in salem oregon Oh no way! Let me know, man, because I, I love to hit them up on Facebook and be a part of that. I don't in rain or shine, man. If I'm available, not working, I'd I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah, I'll I'll have to get on, and I know I think it just got posted today, and I'll send it. Yeah, to yeah, do, yeah, do that. Send me that, and it was just a local ride, riding group, like out of uh Salem. Yeah, it's the the big, uh, Toys for Tots run down there. Oh, okay, okay, right on. Yeah, I definitely yeah, a little fundraiser to you know. Raise money for the kids, uh, you know, the less yeah. fortunate and whatnot. And yeah, cool. man. I know we were talking the other day, speaking of which, um, I know we were talking the other day about, you know, Adam, um, a PDX Dyna crew here in Oregon and him getting to the accident. Uh, man, it that's when you know you're a good dude, man. It's like when people come together and um, they come together for you, man. You know, I, I think it was uh, Brad. I think he started the GoFundMe. Well, um, and for Brad, it's you know every, everybody came together because yeah, exactly. Cause him, he got, yeah, six seven months ago. Right, exactly. And these guys are cool dudes, man. I met Brad just on the, it was at five hundred three bike night um, event they held, partnered with uh, Paradise Harley, and it was at the um, uh, the classic cars spot. And he was in a wheelchair just crossing the street, and I just kind of said what's up to him. Um, and then I think he made a comment on either Bry's post or something on instagram and we we're kind of like chopping up in there or whatever but um just a solid guy man and for him to come together you know you know put set this up for adam and whatnot um it's great and uh the support has been through the roof and it's just good to see that man it's really good to see that and i i just have a lot of respect for those guys man because they you know they're a big part of the biker community and they work together you know with paradise harley to, you know they paradise, you know, they sponsor a ton of events and these guys show up for them and, and do their thing. And it's just super cool, man. And they're bringing all these bikers in this area together. And that's, and that's pretty awesome, man. You know, and that's what, 
and it just gives opportunity for all these other people that haven't met each other. You know, they all come out and they get to know each other and they, you know, hook up at the next one. They connect on social media, you know, they exchange phone numbers. They, you know, and there's the, it's just endless, man, as far as how far they want to take, you know, the, the friendships, but that's what I love about those guys. And um, yeah, man, just a lot of mad love for, and respect for those guys. And hopefully it's good to see Adam doing well, man. I just, it'll be nice. You know, it's just, just so sad, man. It's so, it's sad because, you know, he's, you know, he's laid up and you just don't know what, you know, he's going to be facing moving forward, you know? And, and, and not only that, man, he could have, he, he could have not made it out of it, you know? True. And, um, and that's one tough dude. I mean, Adam's a big guy. So just the fact that he was thrown up in the air and, you know, with that big of a body and, and, and come away with what he did come away with, um, yeah, man. Blessing, man. Just a blessing that he he made out of it. And uh, can't wait to, you know, just following his progress and, you know, try and keep his spirits up and send him messages every once in a while on Instagram and, and stuff like that. And hopefully uh, when he's ready to go, man, I'd love to sit down and just buy that dude a beer. Oh, yeah. And actually we'll have Brad is coming back on. He'll be on the here in a mile post or two or three down the road. He's coming back and he'll recap his whole ordeal that he's been through you know with his action his recovery yeah, and, right you know, i'm sure we'll you know adam will get thrown into into it also with you know the stories and whatnot but yeah it's you know you look at brad it's been a long road to recovery he's, yeah he's getting there and you know those types of injuries it takes a while to get back but you know it's you see that progress you know you see his updates and right it's slow <clears throat> but you know that's that's just the nature of the beast i guess you could say yeah but even i mean they're alive though, man. That's the thing. Yep. Like, so, I mean, yeah, man, just, yeah. Lots of love and respect for those guys, man. They do a lot for the community here. And, you know, and, and, um, yeah, man, I can't wait to hang out with those guys again. Great dudes. It is. So then, you know, we're going, we're sidetracking. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to dive into, into the YouTube scene? Man. So, Let's go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, man. Um, wow, man. There's a couple different things. I think one of them, the first one was when I got the Fat Boy and I and I go on YouTube to kind of look up some stuff on the Fat Boy. There wasn't really a lot of content out there on like you know how to remove pipes or you know installing you know stock you know uh, other you know parts on the bike or it was always just like a video that was like a walk around or starting the bike that had stock pipes on or starting the bike with, you know, aftermarket parts on, you know, um, and stuff like that. There wasn't really anything about like installation wise, you know, like as far as like bars and, and pipes and whatnot. So that was one reason I was like, man, you know, we should do this. And, you know, my, my cousin's husband, Ben, um, you know, I kind of threw it. I'm like, man, I'll, I wonder if I could do this, man. And uh, he and my wife are just saying like, you have the personality for it. I mean, you totally do it. Um, and then some of the videos, and this guy, like, if he can do it, man, I can totally do this. You know, I was trying to pump myself up, and I just didn't know what it was going to entail, man. And it was a lot, man. Like, just, you know, I was, you know, my nieces got went out and got me my, the GoPro Hero 9 for my birthday. And they really came through through for me, man. I absolutely love them. Shout out to them. Um, I don't want to drop any names because I don't know. They probably live secret lives, you know, these girls, man. But anyway, <laughs> and my daughter, um, but they, 
yeah, they got my first GoPro and I started messing around with it and then, you know, started to upload stuff. And then I didn't realize like, hey, man, I, you can't just record stuff and throw it on YouTube. Like you got to do some editing. So then I started doing looking up videos on how to edit and stuff like that. And dude, it's a process, man. Like social media, YouTube, editing, doing thumbnails, dude, it's a full time gig. You yeah. know, it's like a lot of work and, and, but I was having fun doing it and I still have fun doing it. So that's one reason um, I started. And once I got started and I started like, you know, spending money on certain things that I needed to do it, uh, especially like the setup for my helmet um, with the lavalier mic and, and all that stuff. I was like, ah, let me just, let's give this a shot. And the first time I ever record, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I was kind of hooked. Um, the other reason too, is like, you know, my parents, they both passed away when I was young. Um, I was 14 when my mom passed and 15 when my dad passed away. And, um, I don't have one single video of my parents, um, at all. And I barely have any pictures of my parents. So, um, the one thing that I want my kids to have when I'm no longer around is a billion quadrillion pictures and same with videos. And this is one way for them to have that, you know, with the technology we have today, you know, with the iPhones and Samsung's and all, you know, all the different phones and cameras and all this stuff, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to have, you know, so your kids have stuff to look back on, but you know, at least this will kind of give them, you know, something to laugh at when I'm no longer around. And not only that, they're a big part of it. You know, my daughter helps me out a lot. So does my son. Um, of course, my wife supports it and gives me ideas on stuff to do too. So it'll be something for the kids to remember, you know, during this time of their lives and, you know, to the point where, you know, I'm not on this earth anymore. They'll have all this stuff for them to kind of look back on and and uh, laugh about, I guess. Well, fortunate. It's, it's a different society now where we have that word 20 years ago. Really, you didn't. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's a lot of fun, man. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Obviously, it's a lot of work. Um, but nothing's ever easy, man. And if you want to for me now, um, especially now that because I had first of all, I didn't want I couldn't stop because I, I once my wife's like, Oh, what's your goal? Like I was like, Why do you always put me in a situation? You know, you know, my wife went to Notre Dame, man. So she's always thinking outside of the box, like way outside of the box, even though it wasn't really outside of the box to ask me what my goals were for the channel. I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was thinking, well, man, I can't go live on my phone. I need a thousand subscribers. So I was like, bam. And at the time, I think you needed a thousand subs to post on YouTube. Like you can post on social media and then as well as go live on your phone. So then I was like, all right, well, that's my goal is a thousand subscribers. So I can at least do that. It was never for the money. I mean, there's no way you can barely do this and get, you know, if you're not putting all that you have into something like this into your channel, it's, you're not going to be making enough money to live off of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me, it's just really about having fun and sharing the journey here, man, you know, here on the Pacific Northwest, man, especially here in Oregon, this place is so beautiful, man. That's when I started riding here, I was just like, so shocked. Like even when I had to ride my motorcycle from SF from San Francisco um, to here, it was just like, and it was during the summer, you know, it was in July. And I was like, man, it is so beautiful out here, you know? And, and when I leave my house, I can go, you know, it doesn't matter where I, where I go, man, I'm find some back road. And then, man, you're out there in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. It's so beautiful. And sometimes I'm the only person out there and all you see is all this open space. That's just so beautiful. Like, so it's, it's pretty trippy, man. So, so since you're down there, I know I did this ride down there 
Jesus, I think it was two years ago. Have you been up over Mount Hood yet? No, I have not. I haven't been out over Mount Hood. I want to go out to Crater Lake. Um, those were two of the spots that I wanted to go to um, this summer, but I'm definitely going to get those rides in. There's so many rides that I've heard of that um, you know people have been talking about that I haven't had the chance to do yet. And on top of that, you have all the rallies out there, man, all over the country that I really want to partake in, man. You know, especially Sturgis. I just want to, I really want to go to Sturgis, man. I really want to pull it off next year. I haven't really talked to my wife too much about it. Um, but uh, we were kind of talking about it on the live stream we had with uh, Pro Monk and um, and Big Smitty and Bry. Uh, we were kind of talking about it because I didn't think Pro Monkey made it seem like, you know, like when he was done with Sturgis, when he had gotten back home or whatever he had um was talking about possibly not doing it next year and skipping a year and or whatever and yeah on the live stream he's like yeah they're gonna do it so i was like man gotta make it happen so we'll see what happens and shout out to uh pro monkey too man pro monkey love you sir and obviously mrs monkey both amazing people had a blast with them on the on the live stream with bry and big smitty and then also uh uncle buffalo man and mrs buffalo love them to death Great people always supporting me. So shout out to them and and that crew over there in New Mexico. Actually, we'll have to do that next summer. I'll have to like meet you in Clackamas because I think it's two ten. You take on east or take off east out of Clackamas. Yeah. That, well, that takes you up to Mount Hood and you go up like government camp and then God, what's that place? The uh Timberline Resort and Lodge is at the top of Mount Hood. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I heard of that. The Timber... Yeah, I heard someone was telling me about that. I can't... I think it was somebody at Cycle Gear was... I went there to check something out to see if they had a certain helmet or whatever. And the guy was asking me about, you know, where I've rode lately and have I done that one? I was like, no. So, I mean, that's definitely on the list, man. Um, It's funny, too, because when I go riding, I see Mount Hood, like, all the time. And I'm like, man... Glad on next, you know, what I mean, it'd be cool to just ride out there because I don't think it's that far away. I want to say it's like three hours, four hours, maybe. It doesn't take that long at a clock. And this is that when I, I was down there, my son was playing baseball and they had an early morning game. It was like a five or six day tournament. Yeah, I, I had a room to stay in down there to come watch all the baseball. And it's like sweet. I'm packed the bike. I'm going. My wife was with the other son at his baseball tournament in Eastern Washington. It's like right. Well, hell, I'll take the bike down there, you know, cheap on fuel. Yeah. Like, hotel room that was all covered that I didn't, you know, so it's like, sweet. And they did the morning game. It's like, man, I've never been up to Mount Hood, so God, I'm not even paying attention to the clock. It maybe an hour. I mean, I was up at the Timberline Lodge, and some guys told me there was a little, like, God, motorcycle thing, hot rod show going on, and I can't remember the name of the small town. It's on the way yeah. to Mount Hood. Yeah. And I'm going through there and the guy's, hey, I warned you. He goes, it can, you know, and it was like 90 degrees down at the base. He's like, it can be cold as hell up there. I'm like, all right. Fuck, man. I got up there. I bet you when I got to the summit, man, it was probably like 40, 45 degrees. Wow. No, it's pretty tall, but yeah, man, the views and everything up there was freaking amazing. And you, man, we should, we should do that ride sometime, man. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, bro, you always have a place to stay here at, man. This house is, Got more than enough room, man. Um, but yeah, I would love to do that, man. I would love to do Mount Hood and definitely want to do uh, Crater Lake too. I had a chance to go out to Crater Lake with a buddy of mine that lives in uh, in Tiger. Um, he's from PDX Baggers. Um, not gonna say his name either, but check him out on Instagram. Um, 
but yeah, man, he had hit me up like in the morning and I forget what I had going on. Man. I think I had to do something for the business and he was like, Hey, what are you up to? I'm like, Oh man, it's beautiful out. I want to go ride, but I got this out and the other. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm like, we going ride. He's like, yeah, I just want to see if you want to do a quick run to crater Lake. I'm like, what man? I would have been so up for that. Um, and I'm so bummed that that didn't work out. Cause it was like a perfect day to go ride. And yeah, and it was like no wind either. Oh man, I'm still just the thought of it is make me upset. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about four hours from my house down to Clackamas. Oh, okay, okay. So that's from your okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. I, I, I don't know why I'm thinking four hours. Maybe that's the Crater Lake. I can't remember. Um, but obviously, I'll look it up and see what's up. But yeah, I'd totally be down to do that ride. Um, yeah, that'd be a good time, man. Be a good time, but you, you know. Talking like earlier, come next summer, you're going to get experience the Cascades, man. That That's going to be fun. Yeah, totally. I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm already trying to plan, you know, stuff out for next, not necessarily riding season, but next summer. Because um, there's just like so many things I want to do uh, and I want to try and knock it out, you know. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like you... You have like a certain window to do things, you know, and for me, I'd like to do things where I'm comfortable doing them, you know what I'm saying? Especially weather-wise. Um, because again, I just don't like to wear a ton of gear, but uh also too for you know, uh you can't really go wrong with footage when you got clear skies and you know, decent weather and stuff like that. So Yeah, and you know, good weather, yeah, weather. Yep. That's what it's all about, man. And like I said, man, it's so beautiful out here, man. It's so insane. Like, I think I rode more in like this past year than I have since I started riding in 2011. Like, that's how much I've been riding. Um, and 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 that's not even a lot, you know. You got people that are doing the one k in a day thing, and your buddy you were telling me about that did the what's it a hundred thousand miles? Yeah, Hopper did a hundred thousand miles in a hundred days. Dude, that's so insane. And so freaking awesome. I and mean, I, he's got to be on a spaceship above bike. What's he riding? Like a CBO? What's he riding? Riding a road glide special. Wow. Wow. Man, that's that's a lot. I, and that's another thing I want to do. I want to try out that one can a day. Because I don't think it's a thousand miles from here to SF. I think it's only like 600 something miles. I'm telling you, dude, you're going to do the first one and you're going to be hooked. I, I, I wish I would have. I want to do another one this year. I did one last year. I did. 1,018 miles in 18 hours, four minutes. I wow. went from here, from Port Angeles, across all of Washington, across Idaho, the Panhandle, into Montana, to Missoula, Missoula, yeah. Missoula. And then I went uh, up over the Bitterroot and over Lolo Pass and down to Boise, Idaho, to my brother's place in Kuna, which is just southeast of uh, Boise. Oh, wow. And that yeah. was. It is long, but it's like, you know, when you're – you know, I'd mapped all mine out on my on Google Maps, so I was going, you know, checkpoint basically to checkpoint as I was putting stops and basically like, you know, fuel stops, because you know some of the area for me, it's like I paid attention. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm on a 150 ish miles because I don't like to run my tank down and really push the mileage. So I'm like, you know what, every 150 miles, you know, I'm on Google Maps looking right. I'm gonna put a pin here. Here's gonna be my stop. I'm getting fuel here. Because you get some of those areas in Montana and northern Idaho. I mean, it's fuel stops can be a long ways in between. And so I think I I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah, dude, that's so funny you say that, man. And and thanks for the heads up, too, just in case I do plan it or ride out that way. But 
Yeah, yeah I mean, a couple times we were riding out in in NorCal, me and my buddy, and freaking, <laughs> you know, there's no uh, fuel gauge, you know, on on the shadow, and it's like, oh no, I think I can go so many miles, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it happened like twice, you know, where I did that, where he came to visit, and both trips back to back, man, I ran out of gas middle of the freeway. Like, come on, kid, rookie. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you, you'll get tired on rookie. You'll see that GPS, you know, you're clicking down to like under 200 miles, under three hours, 100 miles, an hour to go. And fuck, you start getting that second wind. And it's like, and then like, you know, in the summertime, because for me, it's like I started early in the morning. I think I started like three in the morning because I wanted to be there by early evening. And, you know, I rolled in there at sunset. So coming down through some of the little mountains in Idaho and seeing the sunset was just, oh, it was awesome. At I, night. Yeah. I can only imagine. I've drove to Vegas um, overnight and, you know, arriving during the sunset, I mean, during the sunrise, and just, it's so beautiful out there on the desert, man. It's pretty nuts. Um, yeah, and then being from the islands, man, there's nothing like a great sunrise and great sunset, dude. It's just beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know, you're talking to Sturgis, the other thing, it's, I would love to see if I, I would love to make it happen. See, 2023 in June, yeah, we'll the hundredth anniversary of L- Laconia. Oh, yeah, Laconia is another one. Um, yeah, I don't know if you do. You know who Send It Steph is? Um, she, no. yeah, she's uh, super cool. She, I think she's from she's from the East Coast. I want to say New Jersey. Ah, man, I don't want to. I don't want to fib. But anyway, she put out a couple videos, um, of her trip out there to Laconia and. Yeah, man, it looked like a really great time, man. It looked like, and then a lot of people on social media were posting stuff from it too. Um, but I heard that's a pretty good one too to check that's, out. That's the oldest bike rally in the United States. I had a guy, one of the early guests, uh, the Bearded Kiwi. He lives over in Connecticut, and it's Laconia. Is, I mean, like a hop, skip, and a jump from his house. And told me he's like, dude. He goes, man. And he goes, I got you know, multi bedroom house. He goes. Dude, he goes, you got room, you can park the garage, put the bike in. He goes, you guys make it over here. He goes, brother, he goes, you guys got a place to stay. Wow. And That's because... pretty cool, man. I did not know that Laconia was – see, this is the thing that I love about this is that – and that's another reason why I love uh, pro, Professional Monkey is that he knows – that he just has been to so many different places and, you know, Sturgis a ton of times, and he just has a lot of experience and, and knowledge about certain things and um that's why i love watching his videos because i always learn something new and that's what i'm all about man i'm just trying to learn and share what i learn and just you know soak all that stuff in but yeah i didn't know that was the oldest bike rally yeah because uh 2022 sturges will be it'll be the 82nd annual and 2022 will be the 99th annual for laconia wow i don't know man that'd be cool i might have to make it out for the 100th anniversary man See, and, the, and you know, that's kind of going to lead into my next thing is you ever see yourself on a bagger? Yes, I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yes. Right. It's funny because I was joking around. A uh, professional monkey had, um, he had put out a video and I was joking around about, man, I, you know, I got to get a bagger in the garage. And then he was just like, yeah, but then you wouldn't be Harley Fat Boy. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, because uh, you know what? I, I think i mentioned this maybe I, I don't know if i told you or bry but um yeah i've never been on a, a street glide or road glide um never been on a bagger as far as a harley um well that's not true i guess you can consider the road king 
Yeah, Road King's a bagger. Yeah, so yeah, I guess because the Road King was originally what I was going to go with. Uh, I thought that was, especially the special, was all blacked out, and I really wanted that bike, but yeah, once I hopped on the, the Fat Boy, I was like, yeah, it just makes sense, you know, Fat Boy on the Fat Boy. Um, but no, when I rode the Indian Challenger, man, holy cannoli. Bro, like, I was, I'm still in heaven every time I think about it, man. Every time I think about it, I I just absolutely love that bike. It's just a great bike, man. Um, but yeah, one day, man, I hope to have uh yeah, I hope to have a, a challenger and more a bagger. You know, I, like I said, I haven't really test rode any of the, you know, the other, you know, the road glider, street glide, or you know, any CVOs or anything like that. So I don't it, I, until I check those out, I don't know. But right now, like the Indian Challenger is one of the, the best bikes I've ever rode. Like yeah, since I've been riding, and I've rode, I've rode a ton of bikes. I can't remember all the bikes I rode because at the time when I started learning, my buddy he knows a ton about bikes, and he was like, "Try this and try that." He had me try out everything. I think we rode like thirty bikes in a day, or just in a couple hours, man. Um, so I've been on a ton of bikes, but never bagger. And then, yeah, I guess the Road King, and then the Indian Challenger. That was it. Um, See, it's like me. I've I've done the you know I had a Honda Saber years ago. Then, oh, nice. Then I went to the my Suzuki Boulevard that I had for a few years. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, about five. And I mean, you know, I had the windshield, had the leather bags. And you know, before I, I got the road glide, you know, the, my plan was I was going to upgrade from the boulevard at, at some point before you know that thing had to go south for family reasons and stuff going on. But right. it's like, for myself, it's like, okay, what do I want the next bike? And the biggest thing for me, it's like, I want at least the windshield because after having at least that much protection, it's like, yeah, I got to have that. Got to have that. Yeah. And my other biggest thing that was to me was hard bags. Cause I'd, okay. I'd done, you know, enough, a fair amount of traveling, you know, riding around and whatnot. Right. And for me, you know, us guys, you know, living up here in the Northwest is you never know when, you, when you're going to get caught in rain. It's going to happen. Cause yeah, you, right. you look at the climate and for me, it's like having those hard bags that are sealed and say, whether I'm camping or whether, you know, we're heading to a hotel, wherever going, sometimes even with leather bags up here, I mean, you can get some brutal rain. Stuff is going to get wet. And for me, it's like, you know what? Those hard bags, just that little peace of mind, knowing that I have dry clothes was the biggest selling point of anything. It's like, there's the one thing that my next bike will have of any options is I'm going to have hard bags. And that was the biggest thing to me of, you know, when yeah. I was going to graduate from the boulevard to the next bike, yeah. whether, you know, and I was even looking, I used to love some of the old Honda Valkyries. Those things were nice. And, you know, it, at that point it's like, Hey, there was those. I mean, I was looking at Harleys. It didn't really, my mind wasn't set on anything. Cause you know, I still had the boulevards like, well, I wasn't exactly going to be upgrading soon, but I told myself, you know, okay, that's it. And, you know, I just started, you know, looking at different bikes to so basically, okay, Hey, those things come with hard bags. Let me check them out. And, you know, this yeah. and that, and, you know, that was the only thing I wanted. That's huge, man. I, and like you're saying too, like just having space. Yeah. Cause there's sometimes where, you know, it's, you know, I'll start out in the morning and I, you know, got my jacket on and then it'll, it'll heat up and then I got nowhere to put my jacket, you know? And even if I had a swing arm bag, it's not like my jacket's going to fit in there. You know? And I do have a swing arm bag. I just haven't installed it yet, but yeah. Actually, man, I, I used to, yeah. I used to have a tea bag the you know, on the sissy bar bag and, Dude, I could put my coat in there. I could. Is it really a called tea bag? Yeah, it's That's called the tea weird. bags. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> those things were big because, like I said, I could put my coat in there. I could throw my full face helmet in there, and yeah. I still had room for more stuff in that one. Not your full face helmet, really? Yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy. They had a lot of room in them. And they yeah. had the clip-on duffel bag that could go on the top of it if a guy wanted even more storage. And those things yeah. are sweet. Yeah, and I and I and I would never put bags on my on my fat boy. I just wouldn't. That's just a solo bike, man. Like bare bare bones, man. So that's why if we if I ever do go to Sturgis, I'd probably borrow my brother's truck that he just got and um and haul it up there. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> sorry, well, bro. sorry, ladies and gentlemen. My yeah. Bolt forty three is coming to a close. As yeah, he just you know what? I was trailer queen. I was thinking about I was thinking about hauling it to Florida and doing that ride up uh, for Florida to Sturgis. Um, Did just oh Daytona? No, no, no. What's the ride called? Why am I drawing a blank? Daytona Bike Weeks in Florida. No, they do the ride from Florida to Sturgis. I don't know. They call it one of the. Oh my god. Anyway, um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool to do because I mean I know that's kind of a trek from Florida. I I just don't know. I mean I'd have to take a lot of time off from work, man, to make it from here to Sturgis. Well, you know, I was looking the map, and you know, honestly, from my house to Sturgis is just over a thousand miles. So you know, thinking, fuck, man, ride one can a day to Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. So see that you know, say we work it out, you come up to my house, you know, the day before, you could crash here, and then, you know, we get up. 2 30 in the morning ish and hit the road at like three and we could be in Sturgis by 10 o'clock that night. No way. Really? Yeah, really. Cause Missoula is 500 miles. And I went, I left here at like three in the morning and I think I was, God, I'll have to look at my receipts. I still have them. And I think I was in Missoula at around. Do you know have to look that up? Can you really make it there? And just a, like, even if we didn't do full, like one, one trip, it like stay overnight somewhere. You can totally make that. It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Missoula, Montana is a halfway point. Missoula, Montana from here is 500 miles. Wow. Interesting, dude. Man, something to think about, bro. So, yeah. Uh, Sturgis, 1,223 miles from my house. Oh, man. 1K in a day. Hey. And, it, you know, you could take another detour and you could do the freaking Bun Burner 1500. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. Is that really what it's called? The bun burner? Oh man. Yeah, there's the iron butt. The, the iron butt, right? The iron butt's one. And then yeah, the other one. Well, the... there's the saddle store one thousand, then there which is a thousand and twenty-four hours. And <laughs> then you have names were... these names were awesome. Did you what was the last one you just said? Something the bun store? The bun burner fifteen hundred is fifteen hundred miles. Okay. 30, you got the bun burner. You got the bun burner, and then you yep. got the saddle sore. Saddle sore. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, good stuff, man. See, it's the kind of stuff I'm. I learned, man. It's crazy. So yeah. then you're not like gonna trailer your bike to to the you know the uh, little meetup next year, are you? Are you actually gonna be able to ride it that far, or or what? No, to Washington. Yeah, bro, cut it out, man. Of course, I'm hey. gonna ride up there. You're killing me. I, I was just checking. Since no, you know, you're being you're... a smart ass of what you were doing. <laughs> hey. I know you already, bro. Have another Bud Light, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. This is a lot. Of oh, it's fun. been good, though. But you know, yeah. like you know, kind of talking is we're in the planning stages. Yeah. Of doing a moto vlog meetup for the Pacific Northwest. Yes, I. The tentative plan is Packwood, Washington. 
tentative date, nothing's locked down, is June 11th. Okay. Which is a Saturday, you know, the kind of like some of the people, you know, my wife and I thinking, you know, we were going to head there on a Friday. A lot of people say we come up on a Friday. Right. We're working a deal with, a, you know, one of the hotels in town, kind of meet and greet, you know, hang out, beverages. There's a barbecue place like a half block away. Yeah. And everybody's chill. And then, you know, we're going to put together a cool little ride on Saturday. And maybe depending on, you know, how many people come from different locations. I know there's, you know, people interested from a few couple from Canada, Washington. We have some from Oregon, Idaho, depending on, you know, some people want to head home. We might make up a few maps, say, hey, some of you guys want to go on your own. You can take off beforehand, maybe do, you know, guys are in a group. There's still kind of we're still very much so in the planning stages. But, you know, I've seen so many of these everywhere else, you know, on the East Coast of Florida and California, down south of Texas. I mean, like, you know, uh, Sensor Pendants and Salty and Sprinkles, they had a, yeah. you know, they were post about one they went down to in down mm-hmm. Texas. And it's like. I never saw one up here. And so I put the bug out and, you know, talked to a few people and it went from like 10 people to damn near 40 in like a day. And it's like, Holy cow. And yeah, you know, there's been some great individuals that have stepped up and say, Hey, you know, I've, I got experience in this, you know, would you like any help? And man, I'll tell you what, the people that have came up to help and whatnot has just been absolutely amazing. Like yeah. as a magpie, flies yeah she has a lot of experience and she's hey i'd love to help with this and dude she's been great it's absolutely awesome and there is going to be a an upcoming mile post here in a few she's coming on the podcast you got nice brad columbus coming up again recap and can't forget my boy ray robletto the man that came on the beginning and actually he started the harley showcase and man i love that dude man Oh, dude, Ray's cool as hell. We, he's he's so another cool. one of those guys. We probably talk every couple of weeks. You know, I'll get a phone call from yeah. him. I'll call him, and, you know, we shoot the breeze. We did a Instagram Live, I think. When was that? Two weeks ago? We did yeah, Thursday, like two Thursday. weeks ago, yeah. Yep, yep, saw that one. Yeah, I try not to miss his Thursday Thursdays, and I know he's got a bunch coming up. Yeah, actually, Matter I think, fact, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I missed tonight. Um, no, it actually, I think oh, it just started about 10 oh, minutes. Oh, it just started, yeah. But, and yeah, the what, what's her name again? The... As the magpie flies. Yeah, I never. She's got some good, great content, and she's got oh, a ton she of. Does. She, yeah, she got a ton of content. I just watched a couple um, yesterday or earliest. I can't remember when, but yeah, I guess yesterday when we talked. But um, yeah, she's got a ton of videos, man. Didn't even know she was around here in the in the Pacific Northwest. So that's pretty cool, man. I, you don't. There's not. There's not too many people out there that are um, that are like moto vlog. You know motovloggers here in the pacific northwest that i know of. I, I didn't think... think there was either but actually if you go back to our group chat she made a spreadsheet and list there there's some that i never heard of and what's cool it's like you're saying she splits her time from oregon and montana both wow so yeah. she made a, okay i'll check that out because the only person that i i knew of here was night king um and i love that dude he's great he's one of the first people i started watching when i started doing this but yeah, she's got some great content. I'm about to definitely check out that list because I just feel like there's only a few of us here. Um, not only just in Oregon, but in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, and I I know I look too to just try to it's fun to watch some of these guys. I mean, of course, you know, you want to try to help, you know, support guys in your local area, but it's really cool to watch some of these videos. Say, hey, I know where that is, or even to watch some of those guys and 
see the videos, you know, whether they're an hour away from you or maybe two hours, but it's like, Hey, that'd be a cool place. I'd love to check that out. You know, you make a little note in your notepad or, you know, wherever you, you're putting together, you know, fun little list of places you want to go. And it's really cool to see the other ones. Right. Make that list. And for me, that's also been a really cool thing about the whole V twin life is meeting up with guys from all over the country. I mean, I kind of had that small bucket list of places, you know, like I'd love to go through the Ozarks. You got the tail of the dragon. Yeah, man. So many places. I mean, the Smoky Mountains. And then after having like Von Gasfault and FDLX Brooklyn, and even kind of, you know, I touched on it with Bry because he's an East Coast guy of the the Catskills in Upper New York, I guess, is a beautiful area to go through also. That's like, man, I never knew that place. Yeah. As you meet more of these people because everybody has their little niche and knows their area. And that's the whole cool thing. It just, you know, because I have the aspirations, you know, I want to get cross country with my dad sooner than later take off and yeah a two three week trip and, and go hit the east coast and see all these places maybe be able to meet up with some of the guys that you know yeah. I've built these friendships with over the years that you sit back there and message all the time with and yeah, yeah. you know it's like you said none of us are getting any younger and i love yeah, to do man. it sooner than later yeah tell me about it man my birthday's on saturday i'm already feeling old is is a wet dog um an old wet dog uh i don't even know if that makes sense but yeah, but you're still kind of a young pup. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. My body's saying otherwise, so. You're not even in your 40s yet. Dude, what are you talking about? Are you? I appreciate you saying that, though. Appreciate I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were like 37. <laughs> man, you don't have to be nice to me, bro. I appreciate <laughs> it, bro. I appreciate it. Hey, come on. You don't wake up in the morning and go snap, crackle, pop? Um, I'm between the age of 42 and 45. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You'll be 43, won't you? Nope. 44. <laughs> uh, you only get one choice, bro. You only get one chance. Sorry. You missed it. Yeah, whatever. Um, You're not that old. I mean, come on. How many bones have you broken in your life? Oh, a ton, man. Yeah, right. No, for real. Quite a few. I got I got scars, yeah. man. I do have scars, man. I got plates <laughs> and screws all over my body, man. It's pretty hey, sad. you too? Sweet. Yeah. I got... I got screws and pins in my shoulder i've got you know my melon i got the scar from ear to ear yeah it's horrible man but yeah it's it is what it is yeah well yeah i mean i've 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 felt better but you know it's all about making some changes here and there and i'll feel better than i do right now sooner than later i think the worst of being in your 40s and having arthritis (laughs) yeah yeah not there yet but Oh man, I feel like it's coming on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's all in my head. Who knows? I know I got it. Well, my shoulder and I got arthritis through my spine, but it's like, yeah, yeah, crazy through your spine. That's crazy. I I ruptured my spinal cord when I was a teenager in a motorcycle wreck. Oh god. And so I, from that, and then, God, what was it? Twelve, thirteen years ago, I fell on a concrete steel post, and crushed a couple vertebrae in my back and hyperextended my spine backwards. Dude, that's pretty severe. So, yeah, that didn't help that. So, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Now my back hurts. Yeah. (sighs) But But shoot, man. It's been a good time, buddy. Hey, man. I really appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, Obviously, it's just a blessing that our paths cross. You know, shout out to Bri again for making it happen. That guy's just full of surprises. Um, Yeah, man. Just, yeah. Thank you for the support, man. You're always uh, just really big support, and I appreciate it. It means a lot. 
Heck yeah. So, hey, why don't you, you know, give yourself a shout out. Let everybody know where they can uh, follow along on the Fat Boy Adventures. Yeah, man. Harley Fat Boy Jr. here. Just an island boy from the islands, just representing the Pacific Northwest, uh, more so Oregon. But yeah, you can hit me up on YouTube, Harley Fat Boy Jr. Uh, same thing on Instagram. I think it's Harley Fat Boy underscore Jr. Um, no Facebook yet. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just kind of low key, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of out there, just doing my thing, sharing the journey and and whatnot, and having a good time. And you know, that's that's pretty much it, man. So. Uh... Man, I, I held in laughing so hard when you said you're just, you know, an island boy. I got to know. Bro, did, do you... I'm just uh... an island boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> island boy. Those guys are clowns, man. I, I don't, oh I don't get God. it, but they got... A t- I don't even know who they are. I know they're twin brothers, but are they famous? Are they musicians? Or Because they got millions of followers, and it's Oh, like... dude, I don't know. They're complete clowns, and they... Uh, Bro. Yeah. It's island boy. Yeah, it's so funny, and it's yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, someone said that too. Like on a, someone had a premiere or something, and and something came up, and someone was like island boy, and then sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. Arlie Fat Boy Junior. I was like, I already knew what they're talking about. Man, the <laughs> videos everywhere, man. It's so funny. That's oh, so I know funny. you said it, dude. I I had to just really <laughs> hold it in and not just out. Bust That's out how I should have said it. That's how I should say it from now on. I'm just an island boy. <laughs> I gotta learn the rest of the lyrics. Oh, that was good. Oh, so. man, that's funny. Well, but... shoot, man. Thanks Never, for tuning man. in. It's been a good appreciate time, you, man. bro. Yeah, really good time. I appreciate it. Um, obviously, we'll be in touch. I'm gonna do some research about Sturgis and um what the possibilities are man uh are you sh- i don't know i'm not even gonna talk about it. i'm gonna i'm gonna do some research and then i'll get back to you but man if we can knock that out in a day like not even in a day even if we stop somewhere and spent the night or whatever um that'd be fantabulous but that'd be pretty amazing man if we can knock that out it would yeah we'll have to you know next year we'll have yeah. to keep in touch but man thank you all for tuning in to the between life on mile post 43 with my boy harley fat boy jr Hey, feel free to follow along in the B-Twin Life Adventures. You can check us out on Instagram at the B-Twin Life underscore podcast. Facebook, we're just a B-Twin Life. Hey, if you guys like this content, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Never miss an episode. We come out every Wednesday at noon Pacific Standard Time. Hey, and if you share the passion for motorcycles, you want to be a guest, hey, you can shoot me an email, the B-Twinlife at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM there or Facebook. So until next week, guys, ride safe. Enjoy the open road. Fat boy, buddy. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Mahalo, sir. Mahalo to all you supporters.